right, cool. So yeah, let's do the normal intro. Um, say we got a big guest. Um, and, hope, uh, and then we'll see you guys after. Talk to you guys after the Atlanta game. Yep. Yeah. Enjoy the interview. All right. Cool. All right. You ready? Yep. Recording. Hey guys, Stupid Brothers podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host and my brother. I am Luke. I'm up here in Philly, and we have a special episode for episode what ninety three. Ninety three. Um. So yeah, we've got a big guest. This might be the biggest guest we've had. Uh, now I know you're all saying, "Oh, the Aronson brothers." That was the biggest, and that's what this guest said as well. But this one's up there. He's a national voice. Mr. Jason Davis hopped on with us. So um, that's going to be our episode for the week. Enjoy the interview. And then we'll catch up with you guys after the Atlanta game. Luke, what's your quick prediction for the Union versus Atlanta? Uh, we're going to win 2-1. Uh, and it's going to be a red card. Ooh. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to go 1-0. And I'm going to go with the Bedoya goal. Cool. All right. Cool. Those are bold predictions. Um but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Enjoy the interview with Jason Davis. Appreciate him coming on, and we'll catch up with you guys next week. Take care. Union goal scored by AJ and Luke. The Goofy Brothers. Hey, guys. Stupid Brothers Podcast here, presented by the Brotherly Game. Of course, I'm AJ and Luke, and we have a special guest on tonight, one of our biggest. Uh, he claims he's not going to be our biggest guest because of our past <laughs> with Mr. Aronson, but we do have a national voice. You know him. You love him. His name is Mr. Jason Davis. Jason, thanks for joining us tonight. I appreciate you guys having me on, even though I'm I'm only one half of the brother and brothers, and the other one's not here. Like I, I the Aronson thing was very cool. Like you guys have like like a like a shtick with brothers, and I feel feel weird that I'm here by myself. Hey, that's all right. We won't tell anyone. We'll we'll cut that out. We'll just... <laughs> okay. Man, I mean, appreciate you having us. Um, if you don't know, Jason hosts uh, United States of Soccer on SiriusXM. He's got his own podcast as well, the Best Soccer Show, um, podcast. So. Jason, how'd you come up with the name the Best Soccer Show podcast? Yes. Uh, so the the that show, oh man, I'm trying to think about. It. So my, my partner and I, Jared, we sometimes forget how long we've been doing that show. I think 2011. I think so. It would be 10 years this this year. I I remember we I had done a couple other podcasts. Did a podcast off of my blog that I had started in 2008. And I did a show called the American Soccer Show for a while, um, and then. When Jared and I got together, we kind of changed podcast networks, whatever the hell that meant back in 2011, <laughs> and we needed a new name. And I don't even think we can take credit for it. Uh, I think our old producer did that, Trevor. And I think basically it was just an SEO move. When people go to Google and type in the best, <laughs> what's the, what's the best soccer show? They would get us, and then they would listen to us and go, oh, yeah, that is the best soccer show. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's well played. We were we were going to try to take it, but it was taken. So. Uh... Uh, to go. Yeah, no, what you, what can you do, right? This uh, yeah. covered ground sometimes. We we didn't want to do the, and I'm glad, I'm glad you guys didn't do this. Like it's the upper ninety soccer show, or the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the short corner soccer show. Like, okay, guys, we get it. Right. You know, you know about the game and you know some words from it. Good job. Right. 
yeah we're i mean we're still learning all the words but <laughs> <laughs> you're still learning all the just learn the american ones forget yeah, all yeah. those english words don't say pitch don't say right. boots, <laughs> unless you're watching unless you're watching ted lasso and there's jokes involved just right. go with the, the regular american words right <laughs> so, yeah. so jason while, I think you want to hit him yeah yeah while, while you're on this week off do you still you know, consume soccer as much as you usually do when you're when you're doing the radio show or how do you enjoy or, or watch soccer while you have this, this short time off you know it's kind of weird like when you work a five-day work week in soccer and then you get to the weekend and that's when all the games happen you have to make a choice right like how how strong do i want my marriage to be like that stuff like that right because my wife is wonderful, but she doesn't, she doesn't, it's not that she hates soccer or anything. She's just not into it. Right. So it's not like we share that. So if I'm going to watch soccer on the weekend, I have to be strategic about it. Inle unless it's a national team game. And then I absolutely say, this is work. I got to sit down. I got to watch. And then I watch it like a fan and I'm jumping up and down. She's like, this is work, huh? Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, but you know, MLS, I'll, I, you know, nobody can watch all the MLS anymore. Like it's impossible. There's too much. So I'll pick and choose some games. Uh, during the week, you know, unless unless there's a, a a big issue in the in the house or something, I'm gonna try to watch whatever's happening. Cockcap Champions League, obviously, right now with the Euros during the day, and I'm not working. It's perfect. I can I can you know partake in that because don't have any other responsibilities. Um, so I I I used to talk. I used to think about a lot how working in in soccer changes your attitude about soccer, and it does. It becomes work. But man, I still love the game. I still want to watch the game. I still geek out over stuff like like John Brooks's ball in that uh, in that Nations League. I think it was Nations League semi against Honduras. There's this mm -hmm. insane forty yard frozen rope out to the right wing, and you're like, "What? How did he do that?" Right. I I still love those things. They still get me really like uh, jazzed up. That's awesome. Now, now you just had a kid too, right? So does that impact your decision making on, or is it making you more available or less available to sit in front of the TV? Um, and I don't think it's changed a lot. I mean, obviously I have responsibilities with him and I have to, uh, we're, we're not doing daycare yet cause he's only four and a half months old and my, but my wife is working from home too. So we, we can kind of trade off a little bit. I don't think okay. it's really changed, changed a whole lot. I mean, on the weekend, she's not working. She can, she can be there and be available for him. So I, I, I think it's pretty much the same. It's just a little bit less sleep in my life. Probably yeah. that's, <laughs> that's really the main thing. And he's, he's, He's at that age where he any moving image is going to capture his attention. So I can at least can, I can pretend. Oh, he's watching the game with me. Look, he's sitting right here. <laughs> he's watching the game with me. He's definitely picking out. Oh, they, they should. You know, they should switch. Uh, switch those. Have those two guys switch sides because you know there's weakness on the left side with that fullback. I'm not doing that, but I'd love to imagine that he is. Oh, uh, it's beautiful. It went. So, are you gonna? obviously raise him to be a soccer player. Where do you see him playing in the future? Where do you see the most value? I've got a four and a one, four-year-old, one-year-old. I'm thinking left back. That's where I want my kids yeah. to play. Where are you yeah. thinking? Well, so, okay, I have a 13-year-old. Uh, and okay. full disclosure, I tried when he was six. I put him in soccer. He wasn't focused enough at that point. Um, I was the kid who had, I was at, when I was playing sports at six, and I did play a little soccer. I started soccer when I was eight, eight or nine. But I, I was the kid who was super into it. I wanted to be the best. I was very focused. And so when I saw my my kid who who's now 13 when I when he was 6 and I put him in the, the three aside with the little goals and he was like butterfly, oh clover, where what ball? There's what who cares about that? <laughs> I nearly melted down and then I realized 
I'm I'm gonna drive myself crazy if I get like angry about a six-year-old not wanting to be focused on soccer <laughs> he just wasn't there and I thought okay I have time and, and we'll work on it uh, then he kind of got sick he was in the hospital for a couple weeks with a with a paralysis issue off a virus that he got it was really intense um, was really really scared also my marriage at the time was breaking down so things got real wild for a while oh, geez, and so I didn't I didn't indoctrinate him in any particular way but he's a wonderful kid he does other things with the new one um, well, I named him Tiago, so he's already got some pressure, right? There's already yeah, a little some, bit, a little some bit, soccer-related yeah. pressure. Now he is he is American and in Puerto Rican, and Puerto Ricans don't do soccer that much, uh, so he doesn't necessarily have a cultural pressure to be a soccer player, except for what his dad is going to bring to the table. <laughs> I like the idea of left back, but I also know that I'm not left-footed, so. Am I going to be able to help him work on that left foot? Is that is that something I can pass along? I'm I'm kind of uh, like my perfect soccer player is Kevin De Bruyne. So if we can get him into that kind of area, that would be my ideal. Well, it's good to keep your expectations yes. low, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not shooting for the moon or anything with the best two-way midfielder in the world. No, I'm not doing that. That's fantastic. <laughs> So, so to switch gears to the, we, we're, obviously we're a union podcast. We want to get your take on the union. Um, as like, you know, an outsider, a national soccer person, what's your take on the union? And, and it kind of as a two-part question, as a, what's your take on the union as a fan base? Because I, I know you interact with like our, our buddy Mike Thomas and Morgan. And what's your take? What's your take on the union as like a team itself? I start with the fan base. Sure. Um, I love the union fan base. I mean, obviously, Philly sports fans are known for being extremely passionate about whatever team we're talking about. You know, they can turn on their team pretty quick and they can run people out of town pretty quick. But I think that that speaks to just how much they care. And they've certainly you guys have certainly brought that to the union. Right. I was my first exposure to the union fan base was the 2010 Super Draft, which was in Philadelphia. It was the union's first super draft before they were even in the league. They hadn't even played a game yet. And you guys da drafted Danny Mwanga, number one mm -hmm. overall to Oregon State. And obviously he was not what you wanted him to be in the end. But I remember the union fans singing Danny Mwanga's name. I, I remember the energy in the room because of the union fans. And I was like, Cole, this is going to be fun. And the unions, I, I already knew about the Sons of Ben and showing up to RFK and all, this, the, the, all the, the history before even getting the team. But I knew that the union were going to bring it as a fan base. And sure enough, now, obviously, there have been some lean years. And, you know, you had to run Nick Sakevich out of, out of town. And you had to, you know, go through some pain with uh, your owner not wanting to invest. And, and, you know, there's been some stuff in Chester, I know. So it's not been perfect. But at, the, at, at no point did you think, okay, well, the union are going to, you know, fall off the map as a team people care about in, in Philly. Uh, obviously, soccer is not. It's not football and it's not basketball and it's not baseball, not hockey for that matter in Philly. But the, those people who care, I, I'm pretty impressed by all of them. And yeah. I, oh, I guess there's a second part, right? I asked, <laughs> That's you beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the thing about the team is, I mean, I, rem I can remember pretty vividly a couple years ago being on the radio and taking call after call after call from people in Philly who, who cared, who all it was was bitching about Jay Sugarman. All it was. <laughs> was talking about Sakevich or, or how bad things were and, and how poor it was going. And uh, obviously you had the lawsuit with Peter Novak and, you know, it was, you know, it, it, it didn't feel like it was going to get better. Um, but clearly there was a plan in place. Now I think 
anybody who knows the union a little bit can can figure out who's responsible and who should get the credit for for the academy and for the guys that have come through. And he doesn't usually like. And full disclosure, I kind of work for the guy. I he doesn't <laughs> usually like to be out front, right? He wants YSC to be to be the thing. It's YSC and what they've done for the union. And I'm I'm very intrigued by the magic trick that the union have done. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean it in how the club managed to sell the fan base on. We're not going to spend a bunch of money. We're not going to go out and get a bunch of big name DPS. But trust us, we're going to make good players and we're going to be competitive. And here you are, right? Supporter Shield last year, chance at something this year. The only team in MLS from MLS to make it to the semis of the CONCACAF Champions League. And I think all of that kind of speaks to uh, the the people behind the scenes with the academy. Obviously, Jimmy Curtin gets a lot of credit for it. Uh, I, I, it just, it, it's 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 not the kind. It's not like a a surprising turnaround because anything can happen in major league soccer. But I do think it, it is one of the more fascinating ones because it hadn't been done that way in the league before. Yeah. It's interesting you say the magic trick, because I definitely feel like I felt, I fell for that magic trick. I feel like a recent podcast, I told you like, I feel like we are spending a lot of money. Then I look at like the, you know, what the other teams are spending. I'm like, Oh yeah, no, we're pretty far down below, but it just feels like we're like doing that because of the success we're having. But so well, yeah, I it's think, interesting. I think what, what, Maybe the union have figured out, and other teams, I think, have this idea, but I talk about this all the time, right? The problem, Major League Soccer's problem, particularly when it comes to competing with, say, Mexican clubs in the Champions League, is that you don't have the depth. And when we say depth, I think most people think, oh, this, the second string right back. No, I don't mean that. I mean, your first five guys in most MLS teams might be able to compete with the first five guys from a Mexican club. But guys 6 through 11 or 6 through 15 or 6 through 17 are drop off the table compared to the Mexican clubs. And you can only spend, you know, a lot of money, like dumb money, on a couple of players in Major League Soccer. You know, they're expanding things a little bit or whatever. But and you get you know, young DP and young money DP or whatever it is, and regular DPs. The union said, okay, look, we can't. You know, we could go out and get a couple of DPs, and maybe that'll help us a little bit. But we need to be better at all these other spots. And so what we're going to do is make the players to fill those other spots. We'll make a Brendan Aronson, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make center backs. We'll make, we'll make midfielders. And then, you know, if you are smart and this is, the, this is the other part that I think they should get credit for. And it, and it falls to the, you know, it falls to general manager and coach and everybody involved in recruiting and everything else. Lots of teams have whiffed on players like Casper Shabilko, like lots of, lots of teams have whiffed on that guy. Lots of teams have whiffed on, on Jamiro Montero and Sergio Santos and all of uh, these are these are players that make or break MLS teams and the union have been really good at finding them and obviously they're not paying arm and arm and leg for those guys. Yeah, that's it. That's that's very well said. Yeah, it's like we're we keep finding these diamonds in the rough and some diamonds aren't as big as other diamonds, but it feels like we're we keep finding them in the rough. It's we're living in the rough, but. Yeah, we're getting some something out of it. But if you know where to look, right? If if, mm -hmm. if you have if you have a general manager, uh, to who knows where those diamonds are. I mean, Kai uh, Kai Wagner uh, Wagner is a perfect example of that, right? Third division yep. German player, and you're like, what? No, don't sign that guy. That's a disaster waiting to happen. And now it's like, well, we could actually make some money off him. He's also, you know, all MLS caliber, MLS best eleven kind of caliber. That's 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 amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite diamond right now is Jose Martinez. What do you yes. think of him? I mean, it's 
that's you know that's exactly the kind of player that I love, right? Like a guy who makes the midfield classier and at the same time has the bite, the 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 nastiness necessary, but within the within the boundaries of the game. I mean, we're talking about uh, a lineage that goes, you know, Ozzy Alonso and uh, Shalry Joseph, and I mean, I'm I could just name a bunch of midfielders in that area of the field, but yeah, I, th- that guy is obviously massive for you. Mm-hmm. All right, so a little game for you. You've mentioned a lot of these words and names. I'm gonna throw a union word at you, and you give me your first uh, word that comes to your mind for that one. Just right. one word, right? Not a whole string it, of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm gonna try to keep you limited here. If you need to give like five to ten seconds on it, you're the pro. We'll let you. Oh no, what <laughs> crap. Okay. All right, easy one first. Badoya. Uh, intelligent. Intelligent, nice. Shabilko. Savvy. Savvy. Fang. Uh, <laughs> impossible. <laughs> Abomination? Oh, okay, I'll go back to the We'll take it. How about Sugarman? Man. Um, I'm going to say fortunate. I think that's a good word for him. That is a very good word. Yeah. Curtain. Um, wow, what's a good word for Jim Curtain? Uh, underrated. Ooh, nice. That's interesting because I feel like he's starting to. He might. He might be getting there, right? Yeah, he yeah. Be, you know, you know what? He started. He started to... wearing the kit collection uh, on the <laughs> sideline, and now people are paying attention. But look at his shoes. Also, he's a good coach. Yeah. Look at that. Uh huh. <laughs> Finally, that's a, yeah. The guy, the guy like came on my show. Once. He came on my show real quick. Yeah, I just want to say this about Jim Curtin. He came on my show once. I, this is like I think it was MLS back or whatever. MLS is back last year, and he he had worn something, and people were giving him a lot of attention for it. And I said uh, something about your shoes, and he said, "Yeah, I got a collection of 250 pairs." And I was like, "Are you serious?" Like, wow. Ooh, yeah, geez, I did not man. know that, man. <laughs> Man, can you imagine? That's 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 impressive. I, I yeah, like I shoes. Like, uh, I like I like them. I would I would love to have two hundred fifty pairs. It's never gonna happen in my life. Never. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Just where do you keep all this? <laughs> that's right. You gotta have a big big house for that. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. How about um? Here's one for you, Aronson. Are we are we being specific or is this just brothers? <laughs> is I'm supposed to say brothers? <laughs> let's go. Let's go, Brendan. Let's go, Brendan. I, oh man, um, he, a, a prodigy! I think that dude is going to have an incredible career. Do you ever see him passing Pulisic on the uh, national team? I mean, I I think that we're talking about in four years. I mean, if you have a World Cup in 2022, going into 2026, it's going to be one of those like, how do you get them both in the field type of situations? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully, hopefully Paxton. Well, I, I do think Brendan Aronson can play in – I mean, you know, look, he's got a very free role in, in Austria, um, and I think he did with the Union too. It's a little bit different in the U.S. setup, but I think he could handle, you know, the one of those 8-10 roles. I think he could do it, and I hope that he gets a chance at some point. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe in a few years, Curtin will be coaching him at the national team level. Oh, that would be something, yeah. <laughs> How about Novak? 
um uh uh i I was gonna say criminal that seems very harsh (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's not wrong (laughs) i mean it depends on what area you're talking about i mean peter is also one of those guys uh beyond what he kind of got uh you know sued over and obviously sued the club for money uh he was one of those guys who worked in MLS at a time, and it may still be happening. It depends on where you're looking, uh, where coaches were in a position to, you know, to catch something on the back end. I'm not, I'm not declare. I'm not, you know, this, hopefully he's not listening to this. I'm not going to get sued myself, but, <laughs> but there was a class of coaches in one era of major league soccer where maybe the coaches weren't all making all that much money. And if you knew an agent and that agent had some players and you know you might bring them in and then hey here's something for the effort that kind of thing <laughs> okay solid one word <laughs> yeah lots of one words in there There's, I, I was gonna go I, mine was spanking that, that's what that's a, that that's a, that's that's the best maybe that's a good word too yeah bdsm uh, is that a word is that a, is that a word uh, we'll count, we'll count. <laughs> on the scoreboard we'll end on a positive one here uh blake wall i mean yeah i was also at the draft where he got picked and zach mcmath was not happy about that (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. nice man well thanks for playing that one i think you got most of them right (laughs) (laughs) all right uh let's let's do another game just for fun um so all you Doopy Brother listeners, you know me and Luke always come up with super awesome exercises here. So uh, I made a list of different alcohol types, um, and we're going to compare them to MLS teams. And Jason will jump in. He'll tell us if we're right or wrong. He'll say his own <laughs> if he wants to. Right. Um, but as you guys know, the games usually go. I get the answers right, and Luke does not. So yep. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Luke, Luke, why don't you call out one, and um, I'll tell you what the right answer is, and then you can tell me what you thought it was. Okay, we'll start with a, a, a lighter one. We'll go with Bud Light. Ooh. Do you, AJ, what's your Bud Light? My Bud Light? Okay, so mine, before I say the team, because I don't want to offend anyone, it's because it's kind of cheap but very dependable. Also, the color is blue. Um, they also pay my my paycheck right now. Anheuser Busch does, so I had to go with the Philadelphia Union. Oh, interesting. Okay. Hmm. I, I yeah, I went another direction. I went with a not super exciting pick, but is always around and and not not always not not a terrible option. But uh, it, it has a lot of American. Uh, I don't know. It feels very American, and so I went with the, the Revs, partially because of branding, but they're you know the, the team that's always around, always steady. And, and just kind of there. Okay, it, I I do like I do like the line of thinking that's if it's cheap uh, cheap. You said de- de- dependable. Is that was the word you used, AJ? Is that what you uh, said? Yeah. So steady, uh, something dis- like that. Right. Full disclosure: they pay my paycheck. I work for Devil's Backbone, so okay, they're very dependable well, for me. Now I know Devil's <laughs> Backbone is owned by Anheuser Busch. I, I could have guessed that, but anyway. Um, I, I, if you're talking about blue, I was thinking cheap, right? But, and I'm not saying necessarily bad, but Bud Light's cheap. Mm-hmm. Blue, cheap San Jose earthquakes just comes Ooh, to mind. I don't know yeah. why. Oh, that's good. All right. We all, and we all win. He is better th- uh, at this than us, AJ. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll, cut the, we'll cut, we'll cut this out. We'll cut this out. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's go. Um, all right. Oh, gosh. I have so many good ones. This was an easy one. I want to see if this was the easy one for you. Vodka. Oof. Okay. I'm going to go more for personal reasons. I, I really dislike vodka and this team. And it, and it's always it always scares me to, to play this team and to touch this alcohol. So I'm going to go with NYCFC. It's just always a problem. And. Uh, the team, Understand. Is, the team is difficult to play. The, the field is their field is difficult to play on, and yeah, that's so that's it's kind of more of a, a personal reasons to, or connection. I went with word association. I went Red Bull, Red Bull and vodka. <laughs> Red Bull, vodka, Red Bull. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, both you both pick New York teams. I can't argue. I I I don't. I'm not a huge fan of vodka. Certainly not by itself. Ugh. Uh. So I, I like NYCFC. That one that, that I've had some bad experiences with vodka. I, I <laughs> can see like, oh, this terrible field and it's in a baseball stadium and it offends me so so much. If somebody gave me a shot of vodka, I would be like, oh God, no. And that's how I feel about Yankee Stadium. So there we yeah. go. I like it. Sure. I like it, Luke. All right. Sweet. All right, I got there one. Go, Luke. All right, AJ. The next one, yeah. let's go uh tequila. Okay, I, I I had to go Miami with this one, just just the uh, yeah, you know Hispanic flair. I don't know. I, I was thought about going closer closer to Mexico, going in the Texas region, but I end up just sitting in uh Miami. Okay, mine was Orlando because it's kind of unpredictable, and and they're kind of an unpredictable team. I know they they kind of become a little bit more of a, a stable and and good good uh good team but even in their in their playoff game it, it was nuts the with with the defender jumping in goal and the and the pks all that stuff so i would tequila just, or orlando being tequila before they you the went wildness. with the, the okay so the behavior that results from tequila led you to orlando yeah, yeah. i like that that's yeah. not bad i mean if you're just going like geographical i mean i knew you picked miami i would think rum i don't know if rum's on the board but if oh, I yeah, would think yeah. rum rum would be a better choice for miami if you're mm-hmm. going that way i was gonna say austin because you gotta mm. got the, the Tex Mex thing, and then right. tequila and a cinna margarita. That's what I feel. I feel like they drink like a lot of margaritas in Austin. Like that's a, probably there's like a thirty dollar margarita at the stadium that opens up on Saturday, right? Like we're pretty yeah, sure that. Probably. Yeah. That's like a... Matthew McConaughey is like, all right, all right, all right, drink a <laughs> margarita. I also think it's funny. Like this is the problem with having two brothers on a podcast who think alike a lot. Uh, think a lot alike because the last one we both were in New York. This most recent one, we were both in Florida. Like, there's no, I don't know. You get one penny, you get the other. All right, let's go. My realm of uh, expertise here, craft beer. Luke, where 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 do you go in craft? So I went with Portland. They oh, feel you like, son of a yeah, gun. they they feel like the obvious craft beer option. Are you saying that craft beer and and hipsters go together? Is that what you're trying <laughs> to say? A, just a little bit. So I would guys with beards and lots of tattoos and p- multiple piercings and wearing beanies all the time. Is that what you and lumberjack shirts? That's what you're telling me. Something like okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have I mean, the same exact one, of course. So. Craft beer is everywhere, though, guys. It's everywhere, and not just Portland or Seattle, or I don't know. That's, that's an interesting one. I mean, I. You know, uh, hmm. I don't think you can go wrong with any team, really. Uh, maybe outside of the sort of big East Coast cities, because there's some craft beer there, but it's not really the vibe, right? right. I was gonna say Columbus kind of feels craft beer to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it's that. not it's not a major city. People don't really give it a lot of credit. It's a big city. People just don't really know. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like 
you know, craft beer, I think it does really well there. I think they have like a church that turned into like a brew. I don't know. Hmm. It's stuff like that. Yeah. No, Pittsburgh has one of those too. Craft Brew Works. Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh should have an MLS team. That's what we need to do. Get Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do. Uh, Luke, did you have any others that you really liked? Um. Of yours, I have one that like I was really excited for. Go for it. All right. So for bourbon, who did you choose for bourbon? I went with Colorado. I, okay. You know, it's cold city. You got it's something to keep you warm, and I feel like they're kind of a, a team that they're kind of getting better so it's kind of getting you know kind of a smoother team now with with how they're playing recently and so maybe you know aging bourbon or whatever so that, that was kind of my logic there for them okay okay mine was <laughs> uh here we go dallas because it burns <laughs> <laughs> there you go that was really all i wanted oh, to say from that. Man. i just had to get that that's, that's okay all right all right. You gotta um, go with you gotta you gotta come up. I mean, if you want to do direct like that, you gotta be like, uh, uh, I don't know, fire. Do you guys remember Firewater? What else? There's another Fireball, city. Fireball stuff like that. that shot yeah. the Chicago Fire. It's so easy. It's right there. <laughs> uh, Minnesota's got to be mentioned somewhere. What what what's the one for Minnesota? What fits the? Fit, uh, Ooh. They weren't on Ooh. my list. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure. Maybe like a whiskey or like a wine. I didn't know if they'd fit into a wine. Uh, uh, like a mold wine, though. Like mm. a like like a you know German. I think there are a bunch of Swedes up there, but German, like, yeah, some sort. Maybe like a mead or something, like to go with yeah. the wine theme. That's what that's what mm. it is. Okay. Have you ever uh, had mead? You guys ever drank mead? Not recently. It was. Yeah. But you you have had it though. Like it, I I my friend my neighbor gave me a can of mead like a couple months back and i had never i never really conceptualized what mead was i just heard about it and like the the stories about thor and 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 uh odin and all that stuff and i was like oh mead's gross like it's just <laughs> this sour weird stuff it doesn't it doesn't i mean it's very basic right right yeah Not, so maybe yeah. that's maybe that's also minnesota <laughs> uh, i feel like there's some this connection year. there yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll throw on that one the only other one i thought was a good one on my end uh you know oktoberfest i was gonna go oktoberfest or seattle because they always heat up in the playoffs oh that's good okay i like that nice that's pretty pretty strong but yeah there's that <laughs> oktoberfest i think orange because that's just a fall color and then i think not Houston, I think Cincinnati for some reason. I went okay. Cincinnati, yeah, because of the German. That's unfair. Unfair, yeah. And they have a lot of German influence there, right? But it's kind of unfair to Oktoberfest because Oktoberfest is good, right? Right. <laughs> right. Well, I have the Union as a secondary for that one because of Ernst and then the Germans we ah, have. Right. Yeah, you guys here. got German connection too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's keep the games on going. We got one more game for Jason. So we're going. Uh, Jason's big into kit culture, just like me and Luke. Jason, just so you know, Luke's a designer, so he's always got lots to say when a new logo comes Ooh. out. I can't get him to stop. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we're both working on our jersey collection. Jason, how many jerseys do you own? I, was... uh, I think I'm, I, you know, 30-something uh, at this point, I think, is the total. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's, that's kind of where I'm sitting at, too. It's a yeah. mixture of, of real and fake clubs and – one-offs and yeah, it's 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 all over the map. Nice for sure. 
Nice. Do you have any uh, Holy Grail jerseys out there? Maybe I should wait until after we play our little game. But I'm you mean curious. like I, ones I want but I don't have? Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, you know, I am so in. I am just the. <laughs> Uh, I'm the impulse guy, right? So I, it's not like I see one and then like, oh, that's the one in my head. It's like, I see one, oh, I want that one. I see another one, oh, I want that one. I see another one, I want that one. <laughs> so it's whatever Icarus is dropping, it's whatever, you know, Madison is, Ford Madison is dropping, whatever. <laughs> uh, if Providence City, which I don't have any Providence City jerseys, mm-hmm. that's a hole in the collection. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like that. And a, a couple, every now and then MLS, an MLS team will drop one. I'm like, oh my God, I really want that one. I, I, I am seeing in some of the Instagram stories of my friends in soccer media, I see the Seattle Jimi Hendrix shirt and I get mm. real mad because I don't have one of those. They didn't mm. send me one. So uh, that that is one I'll, I'll mention. Okay. All right. Nice. Hey, well, we have a lot of people from Seattle who tune into the Dookie Brothers. So, uh, maybe... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Glad you, glad you laughed at that. Yeah, you understood that joke. <laughs> All right. So here's going to be our little game. Um, me, Luke, and Jason, we're all going to pick uh, three three jerseys. One will be a national team jersey. One will be an MLS. One will be a lower league. It could be past. It could be present. Um, it'll make our little imaginary jersey three-a-side team, and then we'll throw it up on Twitter for people to vote on uh, to see whose set of three they like the most. Um, Jason, you're the guest, so I'll let you pick. You can go okay. national team, MLS, or lower league. Oh, so, so okay. Is there a strategy here? Because if I – okay. We'll, we'll follow only... suit with whatever category you go with first. Well, I, okay. So I'm thinking national team because there's li- more limited options in the national team arena than in the other two. Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of back and forth between two. Uh, ah, man, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go with the Waldo. I oh, think I'm gonna pick the yeah. Waldo. Now, I don't think the Waldo is necessarily wearable for the average person outside of a national team game. Like it's not <laughs> one I would put on to go out, you know, to a bar or, or something. But I do think it's the one that I want the national team to wear on a regular basis because it's just too easy. Hoops are classic. Red and white makes sense for the United States. I'm going to go with Waldo. I that, that was definitely on my list. And, and I just want to follow that up with kind of another random question. Do you feel like the U, the United States should, like, choose a set <laughs> kind of style? Kind of like Croatia. They have their checks, and, you know, Nigeria's got their green right. – um yes I, do. I i i think that there should be an idea and then variations within that idea i think argentina is the best example of this right mm-hmm. they're always yeah. wearing blue and white stripes is just how do they how, how are those interpreted for a season or for a year or for a tournament or whatever i think the united states should do that yeah something like that agreed agreed luke what do you think yeah i agree with that yeah generally i yeah yeah yeah. All right, AJ. All right, go ahead. I got nothing else out of that. Strong, strong on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the designer has a lot to say on this. Um, all right, AJ, uh, you, you want to go next? Now you go ahead. Okay. I don't think you'll choose mine. Okay, yeah, I definitely won't because I, AJ, I made you, maybe mention this to you, but I'm always obsessed with Slovenia's kit. Um, Jason, I don't know if you've seen them. But it's like a mountain silhouette and it's always it's got it's actually that kind of that, that kind of idea it's always the same kind of look they always are, have a this kind of mountain outline on their jerseys and i just i'm just obsessed with it um but the, the, I, and if i have to make a year this 2020 jersey looks pretty sweet just all right cool man that's cute i don't that's know how cute. i how i stumbled upon them never seen the play a game but their jerseys are always sweet 
Oh, you know what? I thought we were talking about only U.S. men's national team. I didn't realize this was open to the whole world. Oh, my bad. But that's okay. I'm happy with my choice. I thought you guys were talking U.S. men's national team. Walter, okay. Walter yeah. still would have been my first choice if, if that was uh, still on the board. But, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right. I'm going to go Croatia. Their last year's the uh, black with the navy, black navy checks with the red trim. That's still that's still on my list of I got to get at some point. Okay, so I'm gonna stay. I'm 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 gonna stick with my pick, and I definitely I'm that's my brand anyway. Go USA, all that stuff. But if you were, if I was gonna go beyond American borders, the Nigeria 2018, the the green with the 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 black sleeves and the yeah, that yeah. that's the that's the yeah. one. Yeah, I got one of those in the closet. And it, uh, I feel good wearing that one out. It's a that's a treat. All right, uh, Jason MLS. It could be anyone from '96 to. 2021 and MLS MLS. Oh man. Uh, wow. Uh, I, I, so much recency bias in my head. Like I'm trying to think like what, <laughs> what old, what older MLS jerseys was I really into? Uh, I think also my taste have changed. Like I have um, the Timbers sent me a kit like eight, nine years ago, big, uh, big collar white with mm. the, the golden green, uh, trim and it it's very like baseball-esque in sort of the aesthetics of it and I'm a huge baseball guy so at the time I was like oh this is a really cool shirt now I'm not so sure now I want some pattern <laughs> I want I want color I want something and I'm gonna play to the audience okay and again recency bias but I really <laughs> do love this shirt the union the the new union blue shirt that just dropped whatever that is away or, or third I don't know which one it is that thing is is killer. I, I have it in the closet. I have to fight myself not to wear it like three times a week. Is that good? That's awesome. Thanks, man. I stole that one off yeah. of mine. All right. <laughs> Jason, just for you, just for your knowledge, I was part of the the group that the the fan group that was uh part of creating well, that. Well, bravo! One. Yeah, congratulations. I, I, I literally good can't job, can't take any credit, but it just it just feels cool to say <laughs> I wanted you to hear that. <laughs> and I was not. I was not. So. Good job, AJ. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Next time, next time. <laughs> All right. Oh gosh. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. A uh, Kansas City, the Argyle one. That's gonna be mine. Interesting. Which Argyle one? What color? The they have a blue. Is, is the color one? Or I mean, I'm trying to remember what, how much Argyle they dropped because I I have um, a, I have a Kansas City Argyle, but it's white with the silver uh, accents, and I don't think that's the one you're talking about. I'm picturing a light blue. Isn't there a light okay. blue yeah, Argyle? I think that's right. If I knew how I think, to spell Argyle, I'd... That's the thing. I think they've had a couple different Argyle, and I just want to make sure I have a mental picture. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, right. uh, it looks like it. Uh, the black... Yeah, I'll find the picture. Kansas Sporting Kansas City has done a good job, though, uh, you know, over the years, being one of the more interesting MLS teams when it comes to, to jerseys and picking a theme and being, you know, bringing it back on a fairly regular basis, which mm -hmm. I think is... It's pretty good. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the the it's either black or really dark blue. Argyle yeah. is light blue, and yep, with the yep, I got it. I held it up to my camera as if my camera's working, but classic. <laughs> well, All right, Luke, go ahead. Who who would you? All right, jersey taken. Mine is going to be the Vancouver uh, raindrop jersey. I can't remember what year it was, but it it was it was a white jersey with little blue triangles on it and it sounds dumb and i think people mo mostly didn't even like it but i it was i loved it i don't know why it was my favorite one of my favorite jerseys that i've seen from outside of union jerseys in, in mls 
Sounds right up your alley, man. Uh-huh. Everyone else saying it's dumb, and you like it. Wait, it's which good, one? Was, okay, so describe it just a little bit more for me. It, it was an all-white jersey with dark blue like trim, right. but the pattern okay. on the jersey, yeah, you, oh, you probably it. can't see that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the it, the it, the little triangles. Yeah, cro- I don't know why. Maybe it was the fact that Alfonso Davies was wearing it, but it, it just looked ah. nice to me. It looked really fast. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Something it looked Luke like twenty million dollars on the field. That's what it looked like. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Jason, you got the first pick on the lower league jerseys. Okay, so again, recency bias. I don't know. People send me stuff, and then I feel like I have to credit that. This is this is true. We're we we're coming out of the pandemic, and so I'm starting to venture out a little bit more. I went to the store, I don't know, two weeks ago, and I was wearing um I was wearing the OKC Energy Electric City kit that they just okay. dropped. Okay. It's basically the best way to describe it is watermelon colors. And I got like three different people telling me, dude, that shirt's amazing. And they didn't, I don't think any of them really knew it was soccer. They just saw the shirt <laughs> and they thought it was cool. And I was like, okay, yeah, they really did a good job with this one. So if we're talking lower division and we're talking recent, that's the one I like wearing the most. Okay. Nice, man. Nice. It's always cool I to mean, wear a soccer jersey out feel, in public and get recognized. Or like... I feel like I should bring a picture so you guys can see this. I don't know if this is a podcast. I, I'm guessing you can pull it up. Yeah, I just looked up. That is a cool one. I like that pattern. Did you did you put something about that on Twitter? Did you? I did. I said the exact same thing I just told you that some that couple of guys were like, "Hey man, I love your shirt." And I was like, "Oh, that's yeah, okay." Guys. What what do I say to that? Do I like <laughs> like walk away? I don't know. <laughs> um, Luke, I'll let you take. I'll take you okay. take number two. I'll take one that I do own. Uh, it was a uh, the Minneapolis City SC jersey that was the the pink and black plaid jersey okay i do own one of their shirts i own the one with the big black wing over half of that nice oh yeah yeah they sent me that one a while back it's a little bit big i'm not a huge fan of the fit on those the way the the you know obviously these are lower division teams they're not Uh spending a ton of money on the the actual materials so you give them a pass but it's like okay does this fit my body (laughs) right right (laughs) that's the thing yeah nice minneapolis city does a good job they're definitely one of the the amateur teams that stand out for sure. Yeah. And for mine, I was debating going with a Ford Madison, but I just saw this one drop from Providence. Their Providence Pride jersey. It's oh. like light blue. And then they just have these two, I don't know, it was like two stripes across with the rainbow kind of color scheme. But it was really impressive that they did a Pride jersey that was not like just tie-dyed because I feel like so many are just thrown out a tie-dyed jersey and the whole thing is tie-dyed, but it, it's still as obvious. It's got the tie-dye color scheme tied into it, but it's very clean looking. So um, that's going to be mine. Brand new, nice. out off the press. Nice. Yeah, I think I just saw that one. Uh, yep, I've seen it. It, it. it is cool. It's um, a little retro in the styling of it, I guess, mm-hmm. if you like that, that kind of aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. I was just impressed. They uh, went pride- and uh, I don't know. It was clean looking. Um, yeah. So cool. So yeah, we'll we got a pretty good lineup. I think I know who's gonna win just based on popularity <laughs> in the nation. Uh, but you know, it's good for me and Luke to give it a shot. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason. We'll get you out of here in just a couple minutes. We want to throw some rapid fire, just some predictions at you, and then. Uh, oh God! We'll All right. Yeah. For posterity, right? People are gonna come back and yell at me if I get this wrong, right? That's how that I works. Mean, only, only we will. Okay. Yeah. We'll invite <laughs> you back on, then we'll just yell at you for an hour. 
Oh. <laughs> All right, Luke, go ahead, buddy. All right, who would be who is your MLS Cup prediction? Uh, my pre—I'm trying to remember my preseason con- prediction just so I can figure out how how much I'm adjusting it. I believe I picked. Wow, I, I think I picked Columbus to win, come out of the East. I think I picked LAFC. I can't remember. Uh, right now, I'm taking probably Seattle. I might take Seattle Philly. I think Philly could build into the season. Um, I don't think anybody. I mean, the Revs look good. Get, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I'm just not convinced yet. I I will I'll say Seattle Philly, and I'll take Seattle. I guess. Ooh, okay. close to having a perfect podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Do you have a CCL prediction? Then? And if you get this wrong, we'll we'll just cut, cut oh, this podcast short. Uh, <laughs> CCL prediction is the Mexican team wins the title. That's all I'm gonna. I, I mean, do you I get Philly? No, do you get Philly a shot? I, yeah. I mean, it it won't be. I don't think it'll be like embarrassing or something. But I I don't know, man. It just it's just stacked so much against the MLS teams. And at that point, so we're talking about September, right? Um, August into September, yeah. August or late August into early September. Okay, it's yeah. not quite playoff stretch time. You're really pushing for your spot, but you're definitely kind of, you know, you're definitely getting geared up for that. Um, we'll be coming out of Gold Cup, so I don't quite know how that's going to affect Philly if I'm mm-hmm. thinking about call ups and that. Um, so, so maybe you're scrambling a bit because you were missing some guys during the latter half of the Gold Cup. I, I could see it. I could just see it being a thing. It's like, okay, let's give it a shot, but we got our eyes on another prize. And and that's just how MLS works, right? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. No one hold that against them. That's all right, guys. <laughs> you can yell at me. It's okay. <laughs> Tell me that the union are going to win the whole thing, and I want to believe you. I really do. I want to believe that that's possible. All right. Do you have a supporter shield pick? Oh man. Okay. Are this other? Am I presuming that the Sounders are going to slow down? That's. I guess that's what it would have to be, right? It's. It's. It's such a dumb, easy chalk pick to say Sounders, but look, they they've been doing it with missing some key players, and if that's how they're going to be, you know, they'll hit a low like everybody. But I think they're 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 showing that they're strong enough without Ladero and without Morris that. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Sounders. I I, I can't bet against the Sounders because I get bit when I do. <laughs> Fair enough. And then last one, uh, MLS MVP. MLS MVP in the year 2021, a season unlike any other. <laughs> this is me stalling. Uh, wow. Um, well, I'm not taking Jujuter Hernandez. That's for sure. Um, as as good as he's been to, to this point, I can't I can't take. Uh, you know, uh, I think just based I, I do think they'll be near the top of the East, and even if they don't come out of the East in terms of MLS Cup, I think Carlos Hill could maybe be M- MVP this year. I, I, he's got the makings of it, right? And he's in, around. A, he's got a good team. They finish chances. He's an incredible player, Carlos Hill. Yeah, he seems like Very the nice. right kind of player to to win the award. It seems like it's always that 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 type of player. So that, that's a Unless one. you go and score thirty goals, it's going to be a guy. Who's it's like, stat, yeah, it's going to be a guy who's got like ten and ten, or or, or fifteen and ten, or something. I don't think he's going to have fifteen goals, but you know, he'll he maybe he'll have fifteen assists. He'll have ten goals and fifteen assists, and that's a pretty incredible year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jason. Well, that's all for us. Um, anything you want to say to the Union faithful before we close out? 
Uh, I love the Union faithful. I can't say I love the Union. That's bias, and that I can't, as you know, as a radio guy, I can't declare that. Um, you know, look, I, I, I'm incredibly impressed with the Union. I think uh, obviously building something very cool, and I can't wait to see Paxton really make an impact on this league because I hear he's better than Brendan. So I'm ready for that. Right on, man. Right on. Well, we all appreciate you coming on. Uh, it's been fun talking to you. We appreciate all the work you do um, with all of your shows and everything. I know you're a voice that I enjoy listening to every day. So uh, thanks for all the hard work you put in behind the scenes and all. And keep doing what you're doing, man. Thank you, guys. I do appreciate the invite.